Hello, I am Stephanie Roeder and I will be reading to you our research article entitled Change Talk Among Physicians in Small Group Learning Communities, an Ethnographic Study. The authors are Heather Armson, Kathleen Mongriff, Megan Loft, and Stephanie Roeder. Abstract Introduction Physicians face uncertainties in complex clinical environments. Small group learning initiatives allow physicians to decipher new evidence and address challenges. This study aimed to understand how physicians in small groups discuss, interpret, and assess new evidence-based information to make decisions for practice. Methods. An ethnographic approach was used to collect data from observed discussions with 15 practicing physicians that meet in two small learning groups. Physicians were members of a continual professional development CBD program that provides educational modules with clinical cases and evidence-based recommendations for best practice. Nine learning sessions were observed over one year. Field notes documenting the conversations were analyzed using ethnographic observational dimensions and thematic content analysis. Observational data were supplemented with nine interviews and seven practice reflection documents. A conceptual framework for change talk was created. Results. Observations elucidated the following. Facilitators played a significant role in leading the discussion by focusing on practice gaps. As group members shared approaches to clinical cases, baseline knowledge and practice experiences were revealed. Members made sense of new information by asking questions and sharing knowledge. They determined what information was useful and whether it applied to their practice. They reviewed evidence, tested algorithms, benchmarked themselves to best practice, and consolidated knowledge before committing to practice changes. Themes from interviews emphasized that sharing of practice experiences played an integral part in the decision to implement new knowledge, helped validate guideline recommendations, and provided strategies for feasible practice changes. Documented practice reflections regarding decisions for practice changes overlapped with field notes. Conclusion. This study provided empirical data on how groups of family physicians discuss evidence-based information and make decisions for clinical practice. A change talk framework was created to illustrate the processes that occur when physicians interpret and assess new information to bridge gaps between current and best practice. 1. Introduction Family physicians work in a complex clinical environment that requires them to balance patient-centered care with evidence-based practice. Even with a strong evidence base, uncertainties remain regarding appropriate diagnosis and treatment decisions for optimal patient outcomes. Medical research conducted outside primary care can be difficult to apply in family medicine and lack of personal knowledge or practicing experience can hinder effective knowledge translation and practice implementation. Uncertainties motivates lifelong learning as physicians continually look for information and try new solutions to problems in an ever-changing environment. The sheer volume of new research creates its own challenges. Searching for evidence related to clinical decisions is time-consuming and requires specific skills. Synthesized reviews of literature, that is educational material and clinical practice guidelines, provide physicians with information that is easy to implement in practice. However, uptake of synthesized review is low due to passive dissemination, lack of awareness, varying levels of evidence, conflicts in the recommendations, 
and point-of-care applicability. Clarifying the processes that lead from identifying the need to change based on new information to changing practice in the context of the clinical environment is complex. Many theoretical approaches exist describing how physicians learn and change. Although these approaches have shaped educational interventions and CBD activities for practicing physicians, they have not elucidated the processes that describe how physicians move from new information to knowledge application in the form of changes in their practice. CBD activities that encourage participatory learning experience as opposed to passively disseminating knowledge are more likely to facilitate change. Case-based clinical observations provide a structured forum where physicians can discuss their thinking behind practice change decisions. The conversation about how to enact change has been classified as change talk. Getting to change talk relies on adequate knowledge and practical experience to conceptualize approaches to cases, anticipate problems and make decisions in one's own practice context. An example of change talk and small group discussion is described in a recent scoping review in which quality circles are described that help physicians scrutinize their practice in light of new evidence and deal with uncertainties while enhancing their routine practice and confidence in their roles. Benefits of small group learning extended to the clinical environment, that is, encouraging physicians to order fewer and more appropriate tests, improving prescribing, enhancing critical incidence reporting. Although this review included literature supporting behavior change resulting from small group learning, no literature was found explaining how physicians decide to change practice. Our study used a focused ethnographic approach to narrate the small group change talk and identify the conversational elements that take place as physicians discuss new evidence-based recommendations in the context of their current practice. Ethnography, quote, is a concern with the everyday experience of individuals, organizations, and society, with a commitment to understand the cultural context in which these experiences and social interactions take place, unquote. Focused ethnography has been used previously in the medical education context. It can provide a lens into how physicians make sense of evidence and what information is important for clinical practice change. This focused ethnography was done within the cultural context of a well-established Canadian CBD program to answer five questions. 1. How do physicians interpret new information? 2. How do physicians assess applicability of new information to their practice? 3. How do physicians discuss the integration of new knowledge into their clinical practices? 4. What contributes to the decision to change practice? And 5. How do physicians address implementation issues? 2. Methods. The principal investigator observed family physicians' discussions in a natural setting of small group learning sessions. Observational data were supplemented with interviews of participating group members and practice reflection documents completed during the sessions. 2.1 Context The study took place within the context of a well-established practice-based small group PBSGL program. The PBSGL program was designed by and for family physicians to make CBD interactive and relevant. At the time of the study, the PBSGL program was in operation for over 25 years 
and supporting 873 small groups, approximately 6,111 members across Canada. Ongoing groups of 8 to 10 members meeting monthly to discuss evidence-based educational modules on clinical topics guided by a trained peer facilitator. Facilitators utilized a specific instructional design called the PBSGL process that was developed over many years through reflection, research, and literature review. The PBSGL process includes identification of gaps between current and best practices, case-based discussions, sharing of practice experiences to enhance practice implementation, completion of a practice reflection tool, PRT, documenting decisions for practice changes using the commitment to change, CTC statements, and subsequent follow-up on the success of planned practice changes. Facilitators submit PRT and follow-up PRTs to the program so that members can receive professional credits for the small group learning sessions. It was deemed appropriate to do this focused ethnography within the cultural context of the CBD program, as all learning sessions presumably follow the same established PBSGL process thus providing an environmental constant when focusing observations on the small group discussion among family physicians. To obtain richness in the data, the aim was to recruit two groups, one group that had been meeting for one year and another group that had been meeting for more than five years, and observe several small group sessions over a period of one year. 2.2. Participant Recruitment Two groups were recruited from 20 PBSGL groups in southern Alberta, Canada, that were within driving distance of the observer. Invitations were sent via email to group facilitators July of 2019. Reminder emails were sent one month apart, August and September 2016, to give facilitators time to present the proposed study to their groups. All members in the participating groups individually confirmed their study participation by signing a consent form. No incentives were given for study participation. 2.3 Reflexivity The observer, Heather Armson, is a family physician, medical educator and education researcher who has been involved with the PBSGL program in several capacities, including facilitating her own PBSGL groups. Fully understanding the PBSGL process, Heather was able to act as an observer of the group sessions without first having to immerse herself in the cultural context of PBSGL. Most participants knew Heather as a colleague and accepted Heather's presence as an observer taking notes. All research members participated in the analysis of the field notes and are familiar with the program. Kathleen Mongriff is also a family physician and medical educator that is involved in the PBSGL program as a qualitative researcher and an active member of a PBSGL group. Stephanie Roder and Megan Loft are researchers with experience in qualitative research methodologies and knowledge translation. All research team members have been trained in scientific method and evidence-based medicine, thus supporting the research philosophies of post-positivism, that is, using multiple methods to search for a logical truth in knowledge, being aware that all methods are imperfect. However, the research team members, in particular Heather, are also familiar with the uncertainties of the clinical practice environment and the construction of knowledge through lived experiences, 
and thus can identify with the research perspective of social constructivism. 2.4 Observations in Natural Setting 2.4.1 Data Collection and Processing PBSG sessions were not audio or video recorded to support a natural meeting environment and minimize any concerns about contentious issues perceived by participants with discussion topics. The observer took detailed handwritten notes of the discussion, specifically focusing on the verbal interactions who said it and what was said. Field notes also noted any reference to the module, session activities, and her own reflection thoughts that occurred while observing the discussions. The handwritten notes were typed after each session and shared with the research team members for qualitative analysis. All field notes were imported into NVivo 12 software program for processing and analysis. Notes were reformatted by grouping each speaker's statement into paragraphs to easily visualize who made each statement. Conversations were also grouped into small group process categories for ease of coding. Some coding was exported from NVivo 12 to Microsoft Excel 2010 to help compare observations within and between sessions observed for two groups. 2.4.2 Data Analysis Approaches taken to analyze the field notes were specific to ethnographic observational dimensions and thematic content analysis. Observational Dimensions Two team members categorized the field notes using the nine ethnographic observational dimensions. The categorization was reviewed and discrepancies were discussed and resolved at research team meetings. Differences between the sessions observed within and between the two groups were noted. Thematic Content Analysis Thematic content analysis used both conventional and directed approaches. Using the conventional approach, coding categories were derived directly from statements documented in the field notes. Using the directed approach, conversation pieces from the field notes were coded to research questions arising from prior research related to the PPSGL program. Conventional coding. Thematic analysis started with two team members reading field notes repeatedly to achieve immersion and gain full understanding of flow and content of the discussion. Understanding of the field notes was clarified at team meetings with the observer who created the field notes. After initial impression, each team member created thoughts and concept for two sets of field notes in which both observed groups discussed the same module topic. Thoughts and concepts were compared and discussed at team meetings. A coding book was created, which two research team members used to code all field notes. Coding was compared and any discrepancies were discussed and resolved with the observer. The coding themes were clustered into categories and provided a foundation for the conceptual framework for change talk. Directed coding, a structural approach to thematic analysis, was also used to focus on the study's research question. The same research team members reread the field notes and this time grouped conversation pieces to determine coding themes of the research questions interpreting information, assessing application of practice, integration of knowledge, contributors to practice change decisions, and addressing implementation issues. Again, coding was compared and any discrepancies discussed and resolved. 2.5 Supplemental Data Collection and Analysis 2.5.1 Individual Semi-Structured Telephone Interviews 
All participants were invited to follow up semi-structured individual telephone interviews between July and August of 2019. The interviews focused on the participants' understanding of the role of small groups in the process of implementing new knowledge into practice. Interviews were conducted, audio-taped and transcribed verbatim by one team member. Interview transcripts were independently coded in InVivo 12 using the conventional approach to content analysis by two team members to create an initial list of themes. Themes were discussed at team meetings, organized into coding schemes, and applied to all interview transcripts. Coding was reviewed by the principal investigator to confirm analysis and identify additional elements for the conceptual framework for change talk. 2.5.2 Practice Reflection Documents PRT statements were used to compare field notes taken at the end of the session when the facilitator summarized the outcome of the group discussion. This was done by transferring field notes and PRT statements to the Microsoft Excel 2010 spreadsheet. Comments about the PRT completion from the field notes were compared with statements document on the PRT by group facilitator at the end of the learning session. 2.5.3 Data Triangulation Observational interviews and PRT data were triangulated to capture concepts that address the study's research questions and identify additional concepts for the framework not captured in the observational data. Data triangulation involved a multi-step analysis process. Initially, field notes were compared with the statements documented on the PRTs by the group facilitator to determine the extent of overlap of the two data sources and help confirm the accuracy of at least some of the handwritten field notes. Next, after completion of the thematic analysis of the field notes, followed by interview transcript, comparisons were made between all data sources, that is, looking for both similarities and differences in themes and concepts. Similarities enhanced credibility of the data collection, and differences provided additional concept for the ChangeTalk framework. 3. Results Two groups were recruited for the study, Group 1, 7 members, meaning for one year, and Group 2, 8 members, meaning for more than 15 years. Nine small group learning sessions were observed between November 2016 and October 2017. Each small group session was one and a half to two hours long and occurred between 5 and 9 p.m. Each session had three to seven members in attendance, including the facilitator. Interviews were conducted May to August 2019 with 9 out of the 15 participants. Groups submitted 7 PRTs and 5 follow-up PRTs for 9 observed sessions. A narrative approach was used to synthesize the finding of this ethnography to help with the conceptual understanding of the change talk within the PBSG sessions. The narrative of the finding was divided into three stepwise analytical approaches with focus first on field notes by integration of findings from the supplemental data. 1. General observations taken from field notes to provide an overview of the structure of the PBSG sessions. Themes of conversation pieces taken from field notes to identify elements for the change talk and last outcome of the predetermined coding of field notes and triangulation within 
interviews and PRT data to illustrate additional elements for the change talk and answer to the research question. The narrative ends with a summary of the elements of the change talk used to create the change talk framework. 3.1. General observations providing an overview of the structure of the observed PBSGL sessions. The findings of the ethnographic observational dimensions are summarized in Table 1 with some key findings highlighted below. The structure and flow of the group discussion for most part was similar across all observed sessions and followed the PBSGL process. Facilitators played a significant role in leading the discussion. Some differences between Group 1 and Group 2 sessions were noted. Group 1 facilitator ensured each member contribute to the discussion. Group 2 sessions were less structured, with a facilitator allowing discussion to flow freely. Both groups spent most of their session discussing approaches to module cases. Group 1 regularly referred to the module's information point in case commentaries to inform their approaches. Group 2 rarely referenced information points, but shared information from their own clinical practice and then reviewed case commentaries to benchmark their own approaches. Group members use laptops and phones to look up guidelines and investigate implementation tools such as algorithms while working through cases. Group 1 during one meeting in a meeting's home practiced ankle and foot examination maneuvers, which was not feasible for Group 2 meeting at a restaurant. More reference to qualitative improvement projects activities were noted for Group 2 compared with Group 1. All sessions ended with PRT completion. However, Group 2 facilitator only submitted two PRTs for the four observed sessions for professional credits. The facilitator, in discussion with members, documented discussion outcomes using CTCs, or Commitment to Change Statements. Most sessions included a revisit of previously planned practice changes and documentation of implementation outcomes on a follow-up PRT. Group 1 reviewed previously discussion modules at the end of the session, and Group 2 did this at the beginning of the session. 3.2 Themes of conversation pieces to identify elements of the change talk. Themes developed directly from the field notes are shown on Figure 1. No differences were noted between the themes of the conversation elements captured for Group 1 sessions versus those for Group 2 sessions. Thus, Table 2 summarizes themes and subthemes cleaned from conversation pieces captured in field notes for all sessions. The themes were organized into the following small group process categories administrative tasks, conversation starters, case discussion, site discussions, documentation, and follow up of planned practice changes. Themes within these small group process categories depicted elements for change talk that are summarized below. Sessions usually began with the facilitator asking about thoughts on the module, or anything surprising in the module. Members addressed these components in addition to identifying perceived gaps in their own practice related to the module topic. After brief reflection on the module, one member read aloud one case. Group members then shared their approaches to the case, including questions to clarify the patient's history and proposed aspects of the physical examination. As discussion around the case continued, members interpreted information provided in the module or suggestions given by group members. Some members shared knowledge, whereas others asked for clarification. 
Thoughts on investigations, treatment, or management were generally triggered by a stimulus question within the module or from a facilitator. Questions were answered through further knowledge sharing, including references to module information, sharing members' own clinical experiences, and sharing resources such as literature, clinical guidelines, opinions from colleagues, consultants, and referrals. Knowledge clarification involved questions around assessment type of treatment and resources. Members assessed evidence and challenged recommendations provided in the information sections, tables, figures, and appendices of the modules. They voiced opinions and shared resources. As members considered the feasibility of using suggested approaches in the context of their own clinical practice, they asked what others were doing, like benchmarking, which led to sharing of practice experience of what worked and did not work. During some sessions, members used implementation tools such as algorithms or links to online resources provided in the module to practice managing the case knowledge application. As tools were used, more information was shared. This included sharing of experiences with the tool or other useful resources. As members reflected on their own practice and benchmarked their own clinical practice, decisions were made with respect to whether any practice changes were warranted. This discussion flow was repeated for additional module cases. During the time of the PRT completion, at the end of each session, discussions around decision for practice change entailed further knowledge sharing and consolidation, sharing of resources and focus on mediators to practice implementation. Members reported the success of implementing their previous planned practice changes during the follow-up review either at the beginning for the group two or at the end for group one of the session. Again, sharing of knowledge and practice experience as well as brief discussions around implementation issues were noted. 3.3, predetermined coding themes to answer the research questions. Table three summarizes the themes from field notes, interview transcripts, and documented practice reflections. Interpretations of the triangle data provided additional concept to the change talk framework and were utilized to answer each research question, as will be described next. Research question one, interpreting information. Small group members spent substantial amount of time interpreting information in the modules. As already noted above, the conversation started with members sharing their thoughts about helpful module information and own clinical practice gaps, which were later documented on the practice reflection tool or PIT. During the case discussion, members not only interpret module information, but also information shared by other members. Indicators of information were, hmm, I never heard of this, and or didn't know about that. And knowledge clarification and consolidation was, the way I understand is this. In some instances, group members felt there was a gap within the module and provided what should have been included. Members also assessed evidence and expressed need for more information if they required further clarification. Research question two, assessing applicability to practice. Interview data indicated that participants began considering knowledge application to practice when selecting the module topic and reading through the module in preparation for the discussion. Quote, voting for the topic in the group, we're already made a choice that is relevant to us, end quote. And, quote, 
reading through a module, I will reflect on gaps that I have in my practice. End quote. Field notes indicated that members assessed applicability to their practice during case discussion by stating, I wonder if mm, this can be used instead of that, or shared their comfort level with new approaches by saying, I would feel comfortable doing this. Members also asked questions, tested out algorithms, practice tools, and shared patient stories around implementation. Information documented on the PRT indicated what will change in practice and information members were not convinced about. Research question 3. Integration of knowledge. Field notes captured that during case discussion, each member presented their own approach to stimulus questions provided with each case or asked by the facilitator. New information or evidence was identified and shared among group members. Members explored whether a particular approach would work in their practice. Quote, a lot of information, but I don't know if it changes what I do. Might think about non-invasive prenatal screening. End quote. Interview data explored reasons for change. Quote, the discussion is really around variability in practice and who chooses to do what and why. End quote. Interview participants indicated that sharing experience and ideas on how to make changes was helpful. Quote, just kind of bouncing some of the ideas about how to actually make the change of my fellow group members. End quote. Knowledge integration was evident in PRT statements that documented identified practice chain gaps, such as good resources to use for patients, and commitment to change, such as will have a higher index of suspicion for less fracture injuries, or will use Thrombosis Canada website tools. Research question four, contributors to practice change decision. Contributors to practice change decisions were multifactorial and included level of evidence and recommendations, context of clinical environment, implementation feasibility, and resource availability. An interview participant stated that group discussion was a very powerful contributor in declining to change practice. Quote, the discussion around why we were changing is as important as the recommendation of the materials. We frequently disagree with the recommendations, and it won't be on major stuff, it'd be minor implementation things, but the fact that you're discussing it and debating it is powerful, unquote. This was exemplified in the field notes. You convinced me. And would we treat for this? Not right away. PRT statements indicated that evidence, practice tips, and experience contributed to practice change. Research question 5. Addressing implementation issues. Observations during the session helped inform how physicians address implementation issues. Often members looked up information and resources on laptop, computers, and or phones. Suggestions were provided to help remember information. Quote, need to use mnemonics like in medical school, end quote. Interview participants stated it was helpful to have follow-up reflections on planned practice changes and figure out why didn't I do this? And that there was many changes that could be made in practice and if barriers to implementing of a specific change were present, one could always, well, move on. There's always something else to do, especially if there are no resources 
then the solution sort of comes out of control. Enablers to change, as documented on the PRTs, were often related to access and availability of treatments and or change to clinical problems. 3.4 Conceptual Framework With the use of an analytical lens of how physicians interpret information and, and assess its application to practice, we created a conceptual framework shown in Figure 2 to present the various elements contributing to the change talk in small group discussions. During small group sessions, physicians talk through clinical cases provided within the educational material for the learning session. They discuss feasible approaches to hypothetical cases, considering evidence-based information provided in the modules and their own clinical knowledge and practice experience. They try to make sense of new information by asking questions and sharing knowledge. They determine what information was useful and whether it applied to their clinical practice. They reflected on their own experiences and benchmarked themselves to best practice reported in the module and practice experience shared by group members. They looked at evidence and consolidated knowledge before making decisions for practice. The commitment to change strategy, that is completion of the PRT, helped explicate desired practice changes at the end of the learning session and served as a reminder to review the outcomes of the planned practice changes at a later session. Even in the absence of commitment to change statements, physicians would reflect further on what they had learned during the small group sessions and or seek out additional information. 4. Discussion This study explored empirical observations of how physicians, family physicians within the small group learning setting navigate through evidence-based educational material and make decisions for clinical practice. A conceptual framework for change talk was created to illustrate the components used during small group discussions when interpreting and assessing new information and making clinical decisions to practice gaps between current and best practices. The change talk framework was created within the cultural context of the PBSGL program. Within this long-standing CBD program, family physicians come together in small group sessions to review and discuss case-based, evidence-based modules with the guidance of a peer facilitator. In this ethnography, each small group learning session was observed to follow a program's established PBSGL process that pushes group participants from gap identification to sharing of practice experience in light of case-based discussions and finishes by making decisions for practice. The PBSGL program promotes social interaction that fosters change talk and group decision making, giving this ethnography an ideal environmental constant to study elements of the change talk. The setup for the change talk cleaned from field notes and interviews begins with the group discussion prior to the meeting as to which module topic they want to discuss. Group consensus for the topic to be discussed would often be based on the challenging cases encountered in clinical practice within the topic area, a recognition of knowledge gap or awareness of a new relevant guideline. While preparing for the session, members would pre-read the module information, reflect on their current knowledge and practice experience related to the topic. The personal baseline knowledge and practice experience, including gaps in practice, would then be shared with the group throughout the PBSGL session. 
Practice reflections were followed by extensive discussion of module cases where members shared, clarified and applied and consolidated knowledge. The outcome of the change talk included CTC statements documented by the facilitator on the PIT and or seeking additional information as documented in the field notes. Follow-up at another PBSTU session would provide opportunities to share and discuss additional knowledge and practice experiences cleaned from implementing any of the previous planned practice changes. The progression through the components that contribute to practice change are frequently depicted as a linear process. However, change talk leading to decisions for practice change in this study showed a discussion flow that was iterative, depicted by bi-directional errors within the change talk framework. This discussion flow facilitates movement from information uh, data that are untethered to knowledge that is linked to specific practice environment and clinical experience with group members. Part of that process includes the continuous back and forth between questioning and sharing of experience and resources that facilitate the application of the clinical context. The iterative questioning and sharing of experiences, knowledge and resources within the context of personal clinical practice promote construction of alternative perspective, which is important in making decisions to change practice. Planning for change is also iterative, often requiring additional practice reflections and information seeking beyond the small group sessions. CTC statements captured on the PRT are revisited and may be revised in future sessions when implementation success or challenges are discussed. This iterative process throughout every component of the conceptual module reflects the thinking, revisiting and refining that needs to occur in practice implementation. Armson and McWhitker previously identified that family physicians in the CPD program demonstrate characteristics of a community of practice. The community of practice is defined as, quote, a group of people who share a concern, a set of problems or passion about a topic, and who deepen their knowledge and expertise in the area of by interacting uh, on an ongoing basis, end quote. Systematic reviews indicate that there is an increased use of community practice to promote generating and sharing of knowledge with the goal to improve clinical practice. This ethnography supports the importance of a small group as a vessel for conversation to take place. Built upon questions situated in practice. The development of a set of enduring relationships as part of the programs generates more opportunities for new ideas and innovation. In both groups, the interaction reflected a climate of trust and a conversation built around real practice issue, both crucial components of a successful community of practice. A final characteristic of CUNY practice demonstrated by the groups was the accountability embedded in the PBSGL process. Individuals are encouraged to bring their practice problems and experience to the small group sessions, and reflection on practice is an important component of the small group interaction. Finally, there is an expectation that members are integrating and applying new information into their practice through CTC and consistent follow-up on implementation of plant changes. The structure and function of the community practice in the medical literature vary considerably making it difficult to assess how community practice impact physician behavior changes in clinical practice. This study reinforces the characteristics of community practice that contribute to the practice change 
and the conversation components that support the function of a community of practice. Although the small groups were using a similar PBSGL process and the same conversational elements depicted in the Change Talk framework, there were differences in the way each group used the educational material and the timing of the follow-up review, as might be expected in a unique community of practice. The reason for these differences are difficult to elucidate in this ethnography, as only two groups were observed. The difference may have been solely to the difference in the composition of group members, that is, members coming from different clinics versus same clinic, or non-academic physicians versus academic physicians. Or, potentially, the study may have uncovered certain features of the community practice that has been learning and practicing together for many years. In general, groups that have been together for many years are thought to have a greater collective knowledge compared with groups that have only been together for a short period of time. Thus, with more collective knowledge, there is less need to look for information, more reliance on the lived experience of members, and a tendency to benchmark against other group members rather than against new information contained in the module. Further, the more experienced group was less likely to accept and apply new information are more likely to create new knowledge through engaging in QI projects. This study identified contributors for a decision to change practice that were similar to mediators reported for self-directed learning. Self-directed learning, quote, is defined by the Royal College of Physicians and Surgeons as activities planned to address specific needs, enhance awareness of new evidence potentially relevant to practice, or enhance the quality of multi-systems. End quote. The commitment to self-directed learning is an important foundation for the work that has been done with the community of practice. Greater awareness and understanding of evidence underlying recommendations, useful implementation tools, group consensus, and have controlled in making practice changes all contribute to the individual decision to change practice. This study illuminated the importance of social interaction supporting the change talk with colleagues. Within the complexity and uncertainties of the clinical environment, physicians studying together in small groups can exchange knowledge, reflect on practice experiences, and assure themselves that there always is something that can be done better, and that it made sense to focus on those practice changes that have been implemented and not dwell on practice changes where resources are not available. 4.1. Limitations. The findings of the studies are limited by the observations of only two small groups of physicians belonging to one established CBD learning program. Although variability was observed within and between small group sessions, observations of small group discussions within other educational settings and or with other health professionals might have uncovered other elements of the change talk, not accounted for here. Much of the data is based on handwritten field notes of discussions rather than recordings transcribed verbatim. This could have resulted in misinterpretations. Some of the side discussions were only noted as such. Uh, no detail of the conversations were documented. And additional elements of the change talk may have been missed. This conceptional framework for change talk needs to be verified in other educational settings using small groups as a strategy for learning and practice implementation. The framework suggested that social interaction provides learning through collaborative knowledge sharing, clarification, application, and consolidation, and facilitates decision-making by reflecting on practice, 
looking at level of evidence, benchmarking to best practice and shared experiences. Future research should take this study a step further by identifying elements of discussion focused on the follow-up of planned practice changes, implementation issues, and maintenance of implementing changes. In addition, a more in-depth understanding of the interaction between small group members would help elucidate the social processes that foster implementation of new knowledge into practice. 4.2 Conclusion This study provided detailed insights into how physicians discuss clinical topics within the purpose of understanding and implementing new knowledge into practice. Small group discussions with colleagues can help overcome individual uncertainties in making appropriate decisions regarding diagnosis and treatment for optimal patient care. The conceptual framework for ChangeDoc identifies conversational elements that occur during small group learning, knowledge, sharing, clarification, application, and consolidation, and leads to the decision for practice change. Medical educators need to be aware of these conversational elements to promote educational strategies using interactive approaches to learning that include understanding evidence for best practice, practice reflection, benchmarking, and sharing of tacit knowledge to promote appropriate decision for and to maintain practice competence. Acknowledgements. The authors thank the two PBSG groups and their members for participating in the study. They also give special thanks to Julie Finley for her practical guidance in the development of this ethnographic study and Linda Mayhew for critical feedback on the manuscript. This work was presented in parts at the Society for Academic Continuum Education virtual meeting, 26th of February 2021, the virtual Richard K. Resnick Wilson Center Research Month, 20th of October of 2021, and the Association for Medical Education in Europe Hybrid Conference, uh, August of 2022. Thank you for listening.